The Nugent Report, the science behind health and nutrition. Welcome to this episode of the Nugent Report, a definitive source for objective information on health and nutrition, featuring Dr. Steve Nugent, the renowned psychologist, author, public speaker, and expert on science, health, wellness, and nutrition. Be sure to visit our website at drnugent.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Nugent Report. Welcome to The Nugent Report. I'm Dr. Steve Nugent. In the last episode, we talked about blood testing for vitamin D, and we talked about requirements and some important definitions. In this episode, we're going to be talking about sources of vitamin D, conversion from sunlight, a little bit about seafood, and the benefits of vitamin D. Let's talk about how you get vitamin D. The body is an amazingly adaptive, organic machine. Now, I'm not going to argue with anybody about how the adaptations occur or why the adaptations occur. The fact is, we are adaptive. We have an adaptive nature. That's the fact. Vitamin D is crucially important to your health. And you are designed to convert vitamin D from sunlight, although you do it less efficiently as you age. And you should get your vitamin D then from sunlight and preferably food. If those first two options don't provide you with enough vitamin D, you have to use a food supplement. It's the only sensible alternative. The science is very strong, very clear about the need for vitamin D for healthy bones and teeth. I think just about everybody knows that. But you may not know that it's also very important for your immune system. And it's even important for your mental health and thought processes. So vitamin D is a pretty amazing and pretty important nutrient. Now there's a very significant amount of science to show us that as we age, our ability to digest and absorb our nutrients, as well as our body's efficiency in producing new cells, decreases steadily. Remember that strong, healthy bones require vitamin D, not just calcium and not just magnesium. And as the bones get soft, we begin to see the obvious results in the aging population. Also. As we age, as I mentioned, our ability to synthesize vitamin D from sunlight decreases. This is why the RDA for vitamin D, starting at age 70 and up, increases by an additional 200 international units each day. The typical source, as I've mentioned, of vitamin D, it's why they call it the sunshine vitamin, is sunlight. And the most abundant source of vitamin D from food is from seafood. Well, everybody's been told for more than 50 years now that you should eat more seafood and less land animal. And the argument is all about cholesterol and heart disease. And I'll have different episodes about that that bring you the truth on that. And you will be surprised. But for now, let's talk about seafood. In my lectures all around the world, I have frequently discussed the environmental decline of our planet, 
and the ever-increasing level of toxins in our waterways. There are some lakes in North America where you are warned not to eat the fish at all. The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA in the United States, they actually have a list of fish on their website that you should not eat at all. If you're pregnant, you shouldn't eat or you should limit your amount of. And then they have a list of fish that you should limit the amount that you consume. But folks, I like my fish. I do. And all I'm here to do is to give you objective data. The decision is yours. You're an adult. You decide. Hopefully, you'll make wise decisions. You can't do that unless you start with objective data. And this is why you're learning information on these episodes on the Nugent Report, much of which you've never heard before, because it's important for your health decisions. I have a real thing about tuna. I love tuna. And I probably eat too much of it. Well, that's a decision that I make. You'll find on the FDA website, as I say, they list the various fish, how many ounces you should consume, your limitations that you should make. Now, why do they do this? I mean, everybody's been told for more than 50 years that, well, gosh, seafood is the healthiest, right? Okay, common sense. Seafood has no choice but to be totally immersed in the water. Just as the air we breathe is our atmosphere, the water is their atmosphere. And any toxin in that atmosphere is going to get into their tissue. In fact, there's a lot of sea life that has to breathe by passing water through their tissue, which of course the water containing toxin will now pass toxin through their tissue. I'm talking about all kinds of toxins, and we will have other episodes on environmental toxins in water, in food, in the air. We'll talk about those in future episodes. But I can tell you right now, my friends, that there are toxins that you probably don't even want to think about right now found in a lot of waterways. In most cases, you can't see or smell or taste the toxin until it becomes at such ridiculous levels that it's far above safe intake levels, far above. So the majority of the time, we don't see the toxin in the air or the water. We don't taste it. We don't smell it. There are only a few hundred chemicals that have been tested for safety. and The majority have not been tested. We just make assumptions. Hmm. Doesn't sound very good, does it? So with this in mind, you're going to have seafood that's going to have in it whatever it was swimming in. Sounds kind of unappetizing, doesn't it? Again, you're going to have to make your own decisions. And I strongly suggest that you check that list of fish that you should either not eat or you should limit. This is getting to be a much more serious problem than people know, or perhaps I should say than people want to know. If you love the outdoors as I do, I love nature. I just love nature. That poem, I think that I shall never see a thing as beautiful as a tree. That's the way I feel too. I love nature and it, 
It brings tears to my eyes when I think about what's going on. But again, that'll be different episodes. Back on track with vitamin D. So, we're going to have to limit our seafood intake. And even if we didn't, could you get enough vitamin D? Could you eat enough seafood to get enough vitamin D if you are not properly synthesizing your vitamin D from sunlight? Remembering that in the 21st century, the vast majority of work and recreational activities are indoor rather than outdoor. And in order for you to synthesize vitamin D from sunlight, you also require magnesium. That's why these episodes are vitamin D and magnesium together. Depending on which scientific study you read, some of them will tell you that at least 50% of the adult population is not getting enough magnesium daily. Some studies will say up to 70%. Suffice it to say, the majority of people are not getting enough magnesium every day. This is the reason that these two nutrients, vitamin D and magnesium, need to be discussed together. Let's go back to sunlight for a moment. Remember in previous episodes, I discussed the fact that darker skin is a genetic adaptation to protect an individual from the potentially harmful effects of solar radiation. The genetic groups whose origin is closer to the equator will have darker skin. And then as you move farther away from the equator, skin tones get lighter. Again, that's a genetic adaptation. Lighter skin tones are going to absorb vitamin D more efficiently than darker ones. The darker the skin tone, the less likely you are to efficiently synthesize vitamin D from sunlight, and the reverse is also true. So imagine the health problems that one might have if they're getting insufficient levels of vitamin D from sunlight or from diet. Once again, as I said hundreds of times in my global lectures, the modern diet simply does not provide sufficient nutrient for the majority of people, and most people do not make good dietary choices. So in the 21st century, supplementation is not a luxury. It's a necessity for the individual who really cares about their health. When it's not provided through diet, it has to be provided through a dietary supplement. In the next episode, we'll do the same thing with magnesium that we did for vitamin D in this episode. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Nugent saying stay safe, be sensible, and stay objective. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Nugent Report. Visit our website at drnugent.com for more objective facts about health and nutrition and email your questions and feedback to info at drnugent.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Nugent Report. Stay informed. Get the facts with The Nugent Report.